to the Train Your Mind podcast. I'm Vanessa Forrester, and I teach athletes how to up-level their performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. Your next breakthrough performance is closer than you think. Are you ready to train your mind like you train your body? Stick around, and I'll teach you how. Heads up, this episode was originally recorded under a different podcast name, so you might notice me refer to it. I brought all of the episodes here so that you can catch up on the party. Enjoy! Hello, athletes! Okay, today we're doing something very special here on the podcast. I have invited one of my athletes, Lilius Young, to be my guest because I know you all will connect to one or more parts of her story. She and I started working together just four short months ago, and I wanted to bring her on to share the biggest shifts she's experienced and the results she's getting in her training because of it. In our chat, she actually shares some really, really good insights into our work together and a specific set of training sessions that built her self-confidence like never before. She is an example of what's possible when you train your mind like you train your body. And races are coming. And she is ready. So listen in, connect to her story. We kicked off by taking it back to when we first started. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, no, we started December 1st and, uh, and you have been a huge game changer uh, in my journey. And I am thrilled to be here to share about it because I have benefited so much from it. And I just, I hope that I can share with some of your listeners about just how awesome it is. Mm. Yeah, you're so great. Okay, let's start. Let's go back there. December 1st, you said, why don't you share a little bit about where you were in in terms of like, what your mindset was like, what the results you had, what you were thinking about your goals for the year, just kind of like where you were. Give the listeners kind of an idea of where you were at that stage. Okay, sure. Um, I've been doing triathlon for about 10 years and I started getting more and more serious about it a couple of years ago. Um, And I prefer Ironman distance. I've done seven fulls. And I think maybe like two sprints, I just kind of skipped (laughs) over all the short stuff and went straight to long. Um, And I just recently, well, not recently, within the last couple of years, I would say I wanted to start taking it seriously to see what I could do with it. Because um, while I do not have the, you know, genetic talents per se, I don't have an athletic background. My background was partying really hard, like just party as hard as I can. But the good news is, is that uh, sobriety brought um, brought some uh, the hard working skills over mm. to a new, new uh, hobby. Instead of drinking, it became triathlon. <laughs> and it's been great. I mean, it's been an amazing journey. Um, but as I said, a couple years ago, started getting serious about it. And then, um, my mom got sick and, um, that kind of put a hold on everything on, um, Ironman Santa Rosa 2019 was the day before mother's day. And I came in 10th in my age group there, drove straight to the San Francisco airport and flew home to stay with my mom until she passed. Mm. So that kind of put everything on hold. 
And then as I started to come out of that, I thought, I thought, okay, I'm going to get serious again. And then we were just slammed by a pandemic mm-hmm. that everyone's very familiar with. We are all um, kind of tired of it at this point. But I proceeded to start training. Um, I was working with a coach. I was thinking that I was going to do Ironman Texas um, 2020. And uh, the day after one of my longest, biggest training weekends for Texas was when we got um, locked down, locked up, whatever you want to call it. Locked, <laughs> locked, locked. <laughs> locked. So that was kind of a big wow, wow. But I continued training and I continued thinking, well, I'm just going to keep going and see where it takes me. And then one day I was shuffling through Instagram and there you were and it was your podcast and it was this series of short, 10 short segments on the live feisty I think it was the iron women podcast mm-hmm. channel at that time and I was like wow I'm gonna give this a go and I listened to your first one and I was like holy moly who is she um I listened to it again uh, and then I just kept listening to it on repeat. (laughs) 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 And I was like, I don't know who this person is, but I need to know more. And I mean, I kid you not, like you would drop the episode every Monday and every Monday I would be ready. Like what is, Mm. what good tidbit is she going to give me today? And it just, it was a game changer. That's when things, that's where, that's really honestly, when I woke up to what can I do with this sport and where can I take it and what is going to happen if I actually train my mind the way I train my body. Mm. And speaking of my soul, well, well, and so what's interesting is, is that it was supposed to be 10 a series of 10 podcasts. Mm -hmm. So as we were winding down, so I thought I was like, Oh my gosh, I got to reach out. I just, I have to, I have to work with this woman. And (laughs) the clock was ticking. And so that's how I reached out to you. Mm -hmm. And it's been, as I said, it's, I mean, we've been together since December 1st. Mm -hmm. We're almost, it's almost April 1st. And my world has completely changed completely changed. Not only in the fact that the podcast is still on surprise, (laughs) you were like, it's Christmas morning all over again when the podcast came back, which I love so much. (laughs) So great. Okay. Let's talk about, um, when you first reached out, did you have a goal? Did you have a big goal at that point for 2021? Cause that was December. So it was a big goal, but it was a secret goal. Mm. So it was the secret, sneaky, I'm never going to say this out loud goal of, mm-hmm. I want to qualify for Kona. Mm. I want to be an Ironman champion. Okay. Can we just pause there for a second? And it used to be sneaky and quiet and you just said on the podcast. So no longer if anything, <laughs> big, big change. So big change. What, what, so that's where you were. Let's talk about kind of that shift into really showing up for your goal and being able to say it loud and proud and have this audacious goal and build the belief behind it. Let's like fast forward to, um, where you are now, four months in, right. And four months in two months to go, 
and still, still having that goal, really standing proud in that goal. What do you feel like got you to where you are now? And I I know we could talk like for for probably like three hours on this, (laughs) but if you could just kind of like, just touch on what you think the couple top two, three concepts, the things that have really transformed where you, where you are now, as it relates to where you started just four months ago. So Vanessa, what I've learned is that our thoughts are so powerful. I mean, so, so powerful. And the fact that we are with our thoughts all day, Mm -hmm. and even if you are not saying them out loud or like conscious of them, what you are saying to yourself all day, every day is what you're going to get. So if you stay in fear and think, oh, that'll never be me and I can never do that and I'll never get there, then guess what? That's what you're going to get. You're never going to get there. And I think with you, it has just opened up so many possibilities because you are the one that made me see that and realize how powerful thoughts are and that you really do have to backpedal and start there. And from there, you need to build and you need to build your belief and um, and you just you need to stay focused on what you want and what what it will take to get there. And staying positive is huge, huge, because if you say, oh, I'm really scared to go do this. Well, it's going to be pretty scary and it's probably not going to go that well. But if you say, I'm going to go rock this. I mean, you've already set yourself up to go do that, which is so exciting. And I don't think I realized all of the negative, excuse my language, shitty things I've been saying to myself. Like I just didn't know it. And working with you you were, I mean, our, on our first call, you were able to call me on five things that I said about myself that were negative. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even hear them <laughs> because it's so like part of my story. Mm-hmm. And what you made me realize is that I can change my story any day, all day, every day by telling myself a different story. Yeah. I remember that too. I think about that all the time. I was like, did you notice this? Did you notice that you just said this? No. And, you- and I didn't. I mean, I think I told you six times I failed second grade. (laughs) And you know, the other thing you, you um, mentioned your sobriety earlier. I think the other thing I did on the call was recognize where you have overcome so much already. And you like, weren't giving yourself enough credit for that because as someone who has gotten themselves sober, you know what it's like to talk to yourself more than you listen to yourself. Right. Yes. When you're getting sober, whether it's drugs, alcohol, any sort of addiction, if you listen to your body, it's going to be like, well, just one more, just one more. Oh, you should (laughs) probably take one more. Just one more. You just end up back in that cycle. And so that's related to sobriety, but we can extrapolate that into sport and the way that we show up for our training and the story we tell ourselves, right? If we're just listening and not talking back and rewriting that story in a way that serves us, we just live in that story all day long, every day. And what I was also doing, and I didn't know this until I met you. Oh, thank goodness for that podcast. Uh, (laughs) What I didn't know, but I know now is that I was giving away uh, my belief system and I was putting it off onto other people. 
And I was constantly saying to my amazing husband, do you believe in me? Do you believe in me? Do you think I can do it? And by the way, the answer was always yes, which was great. But it's like, I can't rely on his belief to go get it done myself. And then I thought I had this great coach and he is a great coach for other people. Turns out it wasn't a great situation for me, but I literally got together with him January 1st and said, do you believe in me? I had to ask him if he believed in me as if it was really important and I needed that validation. And actually I walked away from that meeting realizing that I needed to let him go. So it all worked out, but I mean, it starts from within Mm -hmm. and that's what you've taught me. And it is so valuable because it really is an inside job. Like you have to believe in yourself and let all the other external factors play out as they may. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And so you really started to work that inside job, take responsibility for your belief, work on building your belief, even when you didn't have the results or the data or anything to be the like foundational evidence for yourself yet. You didn't need, you didn't need to realize in the same way you didn't need the validation from your husband, or you learned not to look for the validation from your husband and from your coach and really look inside yourself for that. You also did the same in terms of building your belief in what's possible, right? Right. Day in and day out. So let's talk about, um, your, like one of your most recent training sessions and how this played out for you, where you weren't, you you had a goal, you wanted to accomplish something, which you'll talk about running at a certain pace for a certain amount of time. Right. And you didn't, you halfway believed it was possible, but you were willing to build the belief until it came to fruition. Let's talk about that story. Okay. So I'm training for Ironman Tulsa and and in, let me backpedal and say that in that same conversation in January, when I asked my coach, if he believed in me, I said to him, There's absolutely no reason that I shouldn't be running in the eights at a higher mileage. Like it just, by the way, it wasn't happening at that time, but I said it should be. And he said, yeah, 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 we'll get you there. And I was like, no, like it, it needs to be there. So, but it wasn't yet. Right. Yet. Okay. Let's just pause there for a second. Cause it's important to point out, you said it needs to be there, but you weren't super attached to a timeline, right? You were like, it needs to be there. It's something I'm, I'm committed to. And you were like surveying his commitment to it, which is not a, it's okay to do. Cause you want to like see who's on your team. And um, but ultimately you knew that the belief needed to start with yourself and yes. you weren't super attached to the timeline, but okay. Keep going. But it's amazing because then um, four short months later, uh, I'm no longer coached by him. I am coached by someone else who watches me like a hawk, <laughs> which by the way is good and bad. Um, <laughs> but last week I, so I'm training for Ironman Tulsa. There's a couple of folks here in San Diego that are also training for it. They are faster runners. They just are. Um, it's fact. So I reached out to them and asked if I could do a long Sunday run with them. And I'm not going to lie. We were all kind of surprised by that. because <laughs> We were all surprised. <laughs> like, they were all surprised. I was surprised. It was a surprise. I don't even know how it came out of my mouth, but it did. And it was a point to point course that we were going to do. 
And I said to them, you know, don't worry about me. It's not, it's not a problem. I'm good. I know the course. So you can leave me. We'll just do the warm up together. We'll hug it out and I'll see you for coffee sometime. Um, so this was a 15 mile run and, uh, my first 15 miler in, in a bit. And, uh, I kid you not, Vanessa, we all started at my, my goal was to run to power. Right. So I said to them, right. I am running to power. And you're still learning how to run with power. You don't really know how it correlates to pace. You're kind of at all. Mind just I have no effort. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> like look at the power number. And mm-hmm. so I told them I'm running to power. I have no idea where that will put me, but I'll probably be pretty far behind. Have a good run. We start running. I'm running with them. We are continuing to run. I'm still running with them. And then, you know, they got a little bit ahead of me, but they would turn around and I'd be right there. <laughs> and, and uh we were all running along and then one stopped for a goo and I ran right by and she was like wow this power is working out I was like I know I mean it's wow I don't I who knows and then the other one had to use the restroom um so uh, that was a, at about the halfway point and I said you know what I'm coming up on my five minute break off of power so I'm just going to run it through and you guys will catch me and it'll be no problem. And we'll all be back together. Well, I'm happy to report. I wasn't trying. I was focusing on power. They never caught me. I finished before them. So the first half of the 15 mile run, I was right there with them and using them kind of as rabbits, if you will. And then on the second half, I was the rabbit and they never caught me. And I, you know, knocked out 15 miles at an 835 pace. Yes, you did. Without being attached to the data, just staying in the effort and running right. your own run. I was going to say yes. run race, but it wasn't a race. Just staying in your own effort. Yes. yes. And I got to my car and sent my coach a note saying, I killed it. because you did because you did and then you did an evaluation for me and you were like yes lfg let's yes yes so good go ahead and what i have to say is that uh i mean it was just from i was glowing i was so happy i was i and i finished strong like i didn't like you know I mean, I just kept going and going and it was the cool down. I was like, I feel good. I'm not, I don't need to cool down. I'm just going to keep going. And, um, it was a really amazing feeling because it was right there waiting for me. And finally, when I was like, I'm ready, let's do this. It, it happened. Yeah. You just grabbed it and you made it happen. But like, it's also important to remember, and this is why we evaluate is that all of the work that you've done over the last four months have led you to this, to these types of sessions where you just get to cash in and you see the data support the belief you've been working on. Right. After because the fact. After the fact, exactly. Let's fast, fast forward a week. You had another similar run and you did another like 15, another 15 miles, right? At a faster yeah. pace, yes. even faster than that one, despite yes. having a somewhat rocky training session the day before. You were Correct. able to put that behind your ears and move forward, know that like you can problem solve and show up really strong for another training session and knock out with such a strong effort yet again. And I have to, I really want to share with your listeners that it is so important what you tell yourself 
before you even walk out the door. Mm. Because honestly, I had a really, really bad experience um, this weekend with uh, my riding group. Really nice group. Just it wasn't my day. I had a bad attitude. I didn't sleep well. And I was telling myself the whole way there, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And by the way, I didn't, I didn't do it. It didn't, it didn't go well. And I was upset. And on Sunday, I had another long run and I thought I cannot bring this ride into my experience. I cannot bring it. I have to let it go. It's in the rear view mirror. It's yesterday, but I needed, I knew that I needed more. I needed more in order to really secure myself in this run. And what I did was, um, you know, I, I don't know how much you want to share with the listeners, but that, you know, we do this intentional thinking and we have this, these, you know, list of things that we just read over and over again, Mm -hmm. which is so valuable in my opinion. It seems so simple, but it's, it's the integration of really making it part of who you are. Right. Absolutely. And one, one of my favorites is I love my body and it loves me back, mm. which is huge because I have not loved my body and it's taken me a long time. I'm 47 years young and <laughs> it's taken me a long time to really love my body and appreciate what it's done for me and be grateful for what it can do. Mm-hmm. And I just thought I'm not taking this bad experience into this run. And I read my list twice. And I looked in the mirror and I don't care who thinks this is cheesy or not, because try it, it works. I looked in the mirror and I just said, Lilius, I believe in you. And I went, I put my shoes on and I walked out the door. I didn't even take music. I had nothing. I just, all I did was run to power again. And all I just kept saying is, I believe in me. I believe in me. I believe. And by the way, in doing that, I noticed that I smiled more. Mm. I smiled more at the runners around me. They smiled back. They said, good morning. I mean, it was just a whole, it was a whole different experience than the day before when I had a really bad attitude. And I banged out another 15 at an 830 pace by myself. No, no rabbits, no chasing anyone, no, no outside factors, just me and I believe in me over and over and over again. Ah, it chills. It works, guys. Try it. Just try it. <laughs> it works. I love it. it. Works. I it love works. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, before we wrap up, we're going to Tulsa in less than eight. What are we at right now? How many, no, how many, many weeks? Eight, eight weeks? Seven. Seven weeks. Seven weeks to Tulsa. I know everyone listening now is on board to cheer you on, sending all of the energy. I'm going to be there in spirit. I know it. Um, Okay. If you could leave the listeners with one final word of advice. I know you just gave something really good. What else do you want to share from what works for you? Um, I would say that you can restart your day or your session your training, you can restart it at any time and set yourself on the right course. So if you run out the door and it's not going well, start again and, and reset your mind because it is so powerful. And, you know, everything you tell yourself is true. So make sure it's good stuff. 
straight from your lips, but I, I co-sign that. That is so, so true. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story, Lil. I do want to add, Lil is the host of a podcast called Kona Camps, which shares the story of age group champions who qualify for Kona, right? Correct. And I, I, my goal is to be a guest at some point on your own show. I love it. And I have no doubt that we'll be talking to you, Vanessa, very soon. Yes, 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 definitely. Okay. That is it for Lil's story. Thank you again for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for everything. Hey, it's me again. If you want more juicy tips on how to train your mind, hop on my email list. The link is in the show notes. As soon as you join, I'll send you the 10 triathlon truths your tri coach hasn't told you. And then I'll drop in your inbox weekly with new tips that will change the way you train and race. See you there.